Welcome to the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. This is Colby Wood. And on this podcast, we take a deep dive into medical sales and in particular, orthopedic medical sales, where I do my best to share with you everything that I have learned up to this point and document really the day-to-day sales calls and meetings and interactions I'm having so that you can learn from my experiences and hopefully help you become more successful in your career as well. So without any further ado, please enjoy today's podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Colby Wood with the Medical Sales Certification Podcast, and welcome to this episode. And uh, I wanted to discuss sales programs in this episode. I was doing an Instagram Live yesterday, which I started doing. I'm going to try to do those at least like once a day, shooting for once a day to start. So if you are, uh, if you guys are on Instagram, uh, follow me on Instagram, and then I will be doing Instagram Lives. The first time I did it, I did like the split screen and I, I uh, spent probably 10 or 15 minutes uh, talking with the kid, you know, really addressing his specific questions. So it's a good way to be able to interact while I'm driving. Um, you can text in your question or maybe I'll do a, uh, a screen share with you so that we can kind of more or less talk face to face. I'm driving when I'm doing it, so I got to be a little bit careful. But um, I was doing an Instagram live with a kid yesterday. And, um, one of the questions he asked was he is in college right now and next semester he's going to be taking a sales course in college. So he's actually taking some formal sales course in, in college. And he asked if that would be a good thing to put on his resume. And, you know, my answer when it was on the Instagram live was more or less like, yeah, it's not going to hurt you but it's not necessarily going to be the reason why you would get hired. And I think that's true, but I, but I also spent a little bit more time thinking about it. And I ended up DMing him on Instagram later yesterday afternoon to kind of give more, a more formal and and thought out approach to how to use that. And so what I wanted to do was um, take a podcast episode to kind of talk about these things. Cause I don't, I don't think I've talked about it, even though I've got a sales program, uh, online and the training program, I've never really talked about it. And so I think it'd be useful to, to discuss it here. Here's my general take on both my program, my sales program, and any of the other sales programs you could take or courses you could take in college or anything like that. That is never going to be the reason why somebody hires you, period. End of story. Okay. The way that I think about sales courses and this is not a perfect analogy, but I, I think it's going to paint the picture, is like you, like a sales course to teach you sales is like the same thing as reading the rule book for how to play basketball. Like, is it helpful to read the rule books so that you know you understand the rules of basketball? Like, yeah, it is. And it's probably going to help you play better if you understand I can't dribble, dribble with two hands. And I can't walk with the ball and I can't carry the basketball or I'm going to turn it over and hurt my team. You know, and if I shoot, if I make a basket from outside the perimeter, that counts as three points, right? Like it's helpful to know those things because you're going to be able to play the game better at some level. That to me, in my mind, is the same thing as like a sales course, like even my sales course. Like all I'm trying to do is outline what I think more or less in 
and I say rules, but I don't mean them as rules, the rules of medical sales are on the sales side of the business, how I see things, how I operate, what I think is going to help you be successful, the way to kind of map out how you're going to do things or what I would recommend you should do. Like that's the objective. But I would never expect, just so we're clear, I never expect that because you take the sales course that I have or any other course that you're going to be able to take the sheet of paper that says I completed this course and you give it to the person you're interviewing with and they're going to be like, oh my God, we should definitely hire you. You took it. You read the rule book for NBA basketball. You know the rule. (laughs) Like, Like what matters is not that you know that shooting the ball from behind the perimeter and you making it is three points. What matters is can you shoot? Like, like at some level, okay, it's helpful. It's helpful for you to know the rule book. And it's probably helpful that for me interviewing you to know that you've read it and that you understand the rules. But I'm a hell of a lot more interested in taking you out onto a basketball court and finding out if you can shoot. <laughs> finding out if you can dribble with your offhand. Do you know how to do a proper offhand, left-handed layup if you're right-handed or right-handed layup if you're left-handed layup? You know, if you walk onto a basketball court, if you, if you guys know anything about basketball, you know, and you, and you see the layup lines at the start of the game, you know, the first thing, one of the first things that you're taught as a kid is you jump with the off leg. So if I'm going up for a right-handed layup, you jump with your left leg. And if, I, if I'm going up for a left-handed layup, you jump off your right leg. A lot of people that have never done it before or that are just learning, they might be right-hand dominant and then they go up for a left-handed layup and they jump off their left foot. Because when they do a right-handed layup, they jump off their left foot, but they're jumping off of the wrong foot. And then you're like, yikes, that doesn't look good, right? Like that is what can happen when you're hiring somebody. Like you might know that this is what I should be doing to do a left-handed layup. Okay, cool. Now we're going to go into a gym. I'm going to pass you a ball. Let's see if you can actually do it. You know, I'm going to, let's, let's go around the around the arc, around the perimeter. Let's see if you can shoot. Let's put you at the free throw line. Let's see how many you can make out of 10. Like what you're trying to do in sales and in interviewing somebody and finding out if they're going to be a good fit is can you actually play the game? The fact that you read the rule book, the fact that you took my course is only helpful insofar as it makes you play better. Like the course that I, like this is no... This is not a magic pill, just so we're clear. Like, the course that I'm putting together that is partially complete has no magic potion involved with it. It is strictly there as a way to say, here, this is what I feel like you should probably be thinking about or doing to be successful in sales. It's only, from my perspective, the only objective is to make you actually do better when you're on the field, when you're in the game, when you're playing the game, when you're actually in a sales role. Now, it might be that the person you're hiring or that's interviewing you, for whatever reason, likes the fact that you took this sales course. And they're like, oh, wow, that's great. And, and maybe that does come into play as to why they would hire you. But just like this kid in college, like the fact that he's taking the sales course in college, like should you put it on your, on your resume? Sure. Yeah, that's fine. It's not going to hurt you to put it on your resume. But I cannot envision in any way, shape, or form 
how that's actually going to make a meaningful difference in them hiring you. That's like saying that you read the rule book, and so now we're going to sign you to our basketball team. Like, like no, it actually matters that you can play the game. So, like, is it helpful? Yeah, at some level. So, like, maybe there's a, maybe there's like a small percentage to where it's like, yeah, okay, this guy actually, guy or gal, they took the sales course. They probably have a better idea on what what's going on or what the expectations are, or how to cold call or how to prospect or what it means to build out a pipeline and how to, you know, what their sales process is. Like, okay, cool. That sounds like it might be helpful at some level, I guess. But that's never going to be the reason why anybody hires you. And so my, um, the way that I followed up with this guy yesterday afternoon in Instagram DM, I'm like, I was thinking about it afterward and I kind of wish I had, had come up with this on the spot to be able to do it on the actual live that I was doing. But my thinking for that is you're just trying to use any of the experience or the opportunities that you're in front of or that are in front of you as a way to connect with somebody who could actually hire you down the road, right? Like I, all I need you to do, all I think, (laughs) that's a funny way of saying it. All I think you should be thinking about is how can I take advantage of the fact that I'm taking the sales course to make me better and or help me connect with somebody who could hire me? Because just the fact that I'm taking this is going to have nothing to do with my actual employment. That's how I think about it. And so my recommendation to him was, here's how I would use that. If you want to go into medical sales, I would go on LinkedIn. I would, I would connect with people that you that work for the companies that you would want to work for, who potentially could be somebody that would be a good connection to have. And I would message them and say, Hey, um, Hey, I'm taking the sales course in college. I see that you're in medical sales as well. I just got to ask because I'm curious. I'm learning X, you know, pick whatever it is, whatever the subject is that you're learning in this sales course. Hey, I'm learning X in this sales course. I'm learning about cold calling in this sales course. Just out of curiosity, is that what you see in the real world as well when you're actually in medical sales? Or is this just classroom textbook information that doesn't actually apply and isn't actually completely relevant to what you're doing on a daily basis? Why do you start it that way? Because that's how you develop a conversation with somebody. That's how you can actually get started a conversation with somebody who down the road could hire you. Like you're in college, you're trying to make connections, whatever. How am I going to use this sales course to my advantage? Like, Hey, by the way, you should hire me because I took this sales course. Like, no, that's not a good idea. I don't want, like, if you're, if you're thinking that the fact that you took this sales course is going to be the reason why somebody's going to hire you, I think that's incorrect. I think that's wrong. I think that's just, I, I just think you're not even thinking about it correctly. And you're thinking what's going to be the difference maker and you getting a job is not actually what it is. And so then down the road, if I hired you, you probably would also be thinking that the wrong things would be getting you the business when they really wouldn't be. So like, it doesn't look good that way. But the way to play that in your favor, in my mind, is you reach out to somebody that's actually doing it. And they're like, and like, if somebody messaged me on LinkedIn, and was like, Hey, I'm taking this sales course. I got to ask just out of curiosity, because I want to do medical sales, but like, I'm learning this. Like, is that even applicable or is this just college-based, you know, question-based, test-based information that doesn't actually really apply. If it Does it actually play out this way in the real world or not? 
Like I guarantee you, if you ask that to somebody on LinkedIn, you're going to get a response in infinite, infinitely more, whatever the, you know, the multiplier is 10 X times, 10 times more responses to that question than you would hey, I'm taking the sales course. I'm interested in a career in medical sales. Do you know anybody that's hiring? Would you be interested in hiring me? Like, you don't want to start it that way. But if somebody reached out to me and said that, I'd be like, oh, that guy's kind of interesting. That, that guy's cool. Like, he's trying to do the right thing. And he's actually aware enough to recognize that, like, what he's learning here may not actually be how it works in the real world. And he's got the awareness enough to reach out to me and interest enough to reach out to me and ask, like, that's probably somebody I'd be interested in working with down the road. Like that's how things go. That's how people think and operate. And so that's, that was my recommendation to him that I re, I reached out to him and, and said, Hey, this is how I think you can use the fact that you're taking the sales course in your advantage. And the same thing, if like, if you're taking my sit, like, I don't care if you're taking my sales course, do the same damn thing. Hey, I'm taking this freaking idiot guy's sales course. He says he's in medical sales. I don't even know if it's true. You know, I'm taking this guy's sales course. He said something crazy. I was watching one training. He said, you should, you should be doing this. Or he said that this is how things really work. Like, I feel like that might not be right. But I'm curious because I know you're in the industry. Is that really how things work? Like, I guarantee you, you're going to get response. Like, even if, you, even if you're just making all of it up as a way to get the conversation started, I'd say do it. I'd say do it. Like, you're going to be able to get responses from people when you're being, like, fun and interactive and cool and, like, you know, funny at the same time. Like, this guy, you know, I'm taking the sales course. I don't even know if it's accurate. Can, you know, honestly, the only thing I'm curious about is if this is actually how it plays out or if he's just making this up, like, like do that. That's a great way to start conversations with people because that's all you're trying to do, right? Like to get hired in medical sales and probably any sales job, anything that you're trying to do, you're trying to develop your network of people that could hire you. You're trying to, you're trying to get to know as many people in the industry as you can that could actually hire you. Like if you are the most well-connected person in the world and people like you and you've interacted with a bunch of people, when openings come up, you're going to have opportunities to interview for those. Now you got to perform when you get in the interview, they're not just going to give it to you, but that's all you can ask for. Like instead of just throwing your resume into a pile and having a 30 second look at it by somebody who, who you're never going to work with. They're just like screening for, did you say the right thing? Or do you have experience? Like you don't want to, you don't want to play that game. Your only objective is how many people can I start real conversations with? How many people can I develop real conversations with that are in the industry who could hire me? And the way to do that is to start that, you know, cause then the response is going to be like, what? Like, no, to be totally honest, that's not how this works. It goes like this. You're like, oh, cool. I appreciate that. Thanks, man. And then you, you know, I don't know, wherever you want to take it from there. Obviously, I can't, I can't script the whole conversation. You're going to have to use your intuition and based on whatever the responses are or, or yeah, that's honestly, that's actually how it does work. You know, then you can roll into whatever, you know, it's hard for me to like, I guess off the top of my head, play out how this goes after that first interaction, because like there's too many variables of like what the response is going to be and what you're actually going to say and what you're going to ask about and say, you know, based on the course that you're taking, whatever. I'm just saying like, use, use the courses, the trainings, the things that you're doing to your advantage to get conversations started with people who could hire you. The thing is not the thing that's going to hire you. Just 
so we're clear. Like my sales course and the and the stupid piece of paper you're gonna get at the end of it that says you completed this sales course. Like like I'd be very surprised if somebody said, Oh, you took that course, we're gonna hire you. Like mm, it's just not gonna happen that way. Or this kid taking a taking a sales course in college, like, is it helpful at some level? Sure, sure, probably. Like it might play, I don't know, five percent in you getting hired. Like out of a hundred percent, let's say that plays it's a very small percentage factor in you getting hired. And I think the better thing to do is take pardon me, is take that opportunity, take whatever you're learning, take whatever course you're taking as a way to flip that into conversations with people who could actually hire you down the road. And, you know, so that was, that was kind of the example I was thinking about yesterday. And I, I DM that guy afterward and, and told him essentially the same thing. Um, I just thought that, that, uh, that would be a very good tactic that I could share with other people. And so I should do a podcast episode about it. Cause, uh, there's a lot of people that obviously reach out to me that, you know, are taking some course, either mine or somebody else's. And I think, um, I think at times it can be unclear on how you're actually going to use that to your advantage. And, you know, like I said in the beginning, the only purpose of my course, and in my opinion, the only purpose of really any course is to actually make you better. Like nobody even needs to know that you took my sales course. Like really, nobody even needs to, like you're welcome to tell them. But the way that I'm thinking about it is you should be approaching it as, like, this is what I'm doing to make myself better, period. Like, I don't even, like, this is not a factor. Like, me having a piece of paper saying that I took this course is not the factor. You're going to hire me because I'm going to be better because of this. And that's it. So that's how I think you need to be thinking about it and really approaching it. Um, and use, you got to find creative ways to use it to, to your advantage. Because if you reach out and you say, hey, I took this sales course, therefore, you know, like, the, like nobody's going to be, Oh, you took the sales course. Oh, really? How did they screen you for that sales course? Oh, you had enough money to buy it. Okay. That means they did a good job on the front end screening you. Like, like what good is a piece of paper from, you know, a junior college versus Harvard? My understanding, the anecdotal, you know, experience and things that I've heard. And so this may not be true, but it, the analogy will work is that once you're in Harvard, the school itself is not that difficult. What's difficult is getting in on the front end. And that's why the paper on the back end holds so much weight. Like, why do people, why does Harvard have the reputation that it does? Because it's hard as hell to get into. Well, if you give a piece of paper because you took some some guy's sales course and you spent $1,000 on it or you went to, you know, whatever, uh, you know, I'm not a hater by any means. I, I think that the purpose of them is to make you better at the job, at the craft, not to have the piece of paper, just so we're clear, you know, but like, is somebody that's selling you a $500 sales course, are they screening you up front? Like, sorry, you didn't make the cut because you're not that good. Like, like, no, they're just taking your $500 on the front end. And then you get the piece of paper on the back end. And that's why the piece of paper itself doesn't matter. Is there anybody that's doing medical sales training that actually screens people on the front end like Harvard and says, sorry, your GPA in high school wasn't good enough. You didn't have good enough extracurriculars. You're not that smart. You don't have that much charisma. 
we actually don't think you're the person for our medical sales training program. Is there anybody that does that? No. <laughs> I would be I would be shocked if it was. Okay. So therefore, the objective and the purpose of it is strictly to make you better, not to get the piece of paper to help you get the job. Like it just, you know, I don't know. That's how I think about it. And I would be pleasantly surprised if other people in the industry didn't think about it the same way. So don't overvalue the piece of paper, like overvalue, don't overvalue anything, I guess, but value the intangibles, the skill sets, the abilities that you're going to be able to develop from doing it, my course or anybody else's, that's going to make you better. Like that's the advantage of it. That's the objective of it. But don't, don't think that just because you're doing it is going to be the difference maker for you. But the fact that you're doing it is a way, it's, it's an icebreaker for people that are in the industry. That's why you, you, like that to me is the advantage of doing it. It's an icebreaker. Like why? Because if you're just some random Joe Schmo, you know, freaking John Doe reaches out to me on LinkedIn and says, Hey, I'm interested in medical sales. Can I have your time? Can I, can I buy you a coffee? Like, I'll probably do it because I do content online and because it'd probably be good, good content to put out there. And because I just generally have an interest in helping people and, you know, wanting to be the best, best and most well-known person in the industry. Like that's just my objective. So I would be a person that would actually take that coffee, you know, from freaking John Doe to reach out to me. But I, I know that 99% of the people in the industry, if you're just some random Joe Schmo and the, and the, first thing you say to somebody is, Hey, I'm interested in medical sales. Can you tell me how to do it? Or I'm interested in medical sales. Can I buy you a coffee? Can I, can I tell you, I'm going to take five minutes of your time to buy you a coffee and it's going to turn into an hour for you. <laughs> like, like you don't want to start it that way. So you've got to find creative ways to be an icebreaker to start building a rapport, a relationship, building some trust with the person on the other end of the line who's never met you before. So that's why I think like, Hey, I'm taking this sales course just honestly out of curiosity is this even how it works? You know, like I'm trying, like, obviously I want to get into medical sales, but I'm curious because I'm taking this course right now. Like, like, is this actually how things go in the real world? You know, like that's a good icebreaker. I just, my, my gut is that you would have a, an infinitely higher percentage of responses from people if you approach it that way. So anyway, hopefully that is uh, helpful at some level, at least make you think about how to use what it is that you're actually doing uh, to, to create the opportunities, create the conversations, create the network and the connections that you want. So um, that's all I got. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. And as you know, we give all of our content and training away for free. So it would really mean a lot to me if you could subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review. And if you thought that this episode in particular was helpful, consider sending it to somebody you know who you think could benefit as well. Thanks again, and we will see you on the next episode. Bye.